Welcome to the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast. So, hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Heavy Metal Strength Coach podcast. Rumor has it that I am the Heavy Metal Strength Coach, and I am joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Chris, not Gillard, but Mr. Chris (laughs) Gillard, and he is the owner of GB Powerlifting Support Group, or the GB Powerlifting Support Group. Indeed, indeed. So the aim of this group is to support Great British powerlifters from all federations and at all ability levels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has built an online powerlifting community that is already changing powerlifting in the UK. So Chris, have I got that about right? About right, yeah, yeah. And and just a, just a one-man band at the moment now. Um, hopefully we'll expand in the future. But yeah, just, just been one man for three years now. Okay, so if we just step back before the creation of this group, can we go into your history and how you got into powerlifting? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been doing sort of power powerlifting style training uh, for quite quite some time, uh, ever since I was around 14, like, you know, your traditional, your, your squat, your bench, your deadlifts and stuff like that. Just sort of a bit here and there. Obviously, my form was just like any new lifter. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, I was I was deadlifting with a back that's curvier than a quaver. I was benching with like a flat back and the line was all, all awful and squatting nowhere near to depth and then yeah just just done that for a while then met uh started training at Abandon's in Grove Park uh and that's when I met my uh, a good uh, well a coach and a good friend of mine called Matt Smith who then used him as uh, to sort of like teach me the powerlifting style training proper uh so you fix the form and everything and uh yeah got got into it technically March 2019 2020 was obviously not a good year for a lot of us um so so yeah got in it to 2019 and and the rest generally is is history okay and have you competed before yeah so I've I've actually done two competitions only two surprising I've spotted and loaded at more than uh than I've competed at <laughs> <laughs> surprise but yeah so I my first ever competition was the southeast summer classic I think it was called which I say summer or spring classic which was in March of I think it was 2019 yeah mm-hmm. uh so that was my first ever full power comp and I think about eight weeks later I did another competition which was a push-pull competition I was then meant to due to compete in November of 2019 but I actually sprained my shoulder which is quite a surprise, which, uh, so that was in October time of 2019. And me and the family, actually, we went out to Florida at that time. I went from, I was looking to try and press maybe 160, 170, 175 in comp. I ended up not being able to press a bar without excruciating pain. Yeah, yeah, so it was really bad. Had to have a scan and everything on there, and and that's when they said it sprained. I was like, but how can we fix this? And went, we can't, we can't get in here. It's like right, right right in the top part of your shoulder shoulder like um we can't get into it i was like okay cool no problem <laughs> was a bit was a bit disappointed but again it, it is what it is it's longevity is better you sort of just rehab took took my time 
And then I was actually meant to compete in March of 2020. And look what happened in 2020. No competition. Oh, so, yeah, so um, that, that was meant to be sort of the comeback competition. And then, uh, yeah, the, hopefully the next competition will be November this year, finally, mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, in terms of powerlifting comps, only ever done two. So what do you think originally drew you towards powerlifting? I remember, so one of my, one of the first competitions I actually ever went to was I offered to actually uh, drive uh, a friend of mine called uh, Abby to the GPC British Nationals. And that was uh, Andy, the outcasts, uh, who was hosting it. And that was in 2018. I think it was November time, 2018. And I drove... Um, herself as well as um her mum mandy and we all drove up there because she was actually competing and going to try and be the champion british champion i think she was oh god I'm, if i get this wrong this is going to be really bad i'll just edit it out if you do don't worry it was the t because i keep forgetting the teen classes in the gpc it was a t- it was it was like a sub I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes anyway so people yeah can... yeah yeah it was a um a teen class um, so I went up there and then like I'm around, I'm looking and I'm thinking, I like this. This is really, really cool. And obviously the, the rest is sort of history. It's like, no, I actually really, really want to get into this proper. And obviously found the federation that I compete in, mm-hmm. which is the GBPF. And yeah, the, the rest, as they say, is history. So 2018 is when I caught the bug of like, oh my God, this is like, crazy and like people were really strong and like uh, the atmosphere was fantastic and you you can imagine with with Andy the outcast like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen him commenting uh, MC in any competitions he's uh he gets the, the crowd guy going. That gets all dressed up as a like a, a pirate no no that's someone from um that's oh what's his name I keep forgetting his name we'll find that's out a, but tell me about the, Andy the outcast yeah so so he's uh he runs OBS barbell in uh, in Glasgow and he does strongman powerlift and stuff like that and he's 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 a fantastic person on the mic so he was he was the guy who was uh, at the British Strength uh, magazine's Rage Cage so he's the one MC and everything and the commentary he was doing was just hilarious like saying to everyone like um don't don't worry about the uh, the the the, the bodybuilders or the strongman. Come over to powerlifting. We got the strength sports right. We <laughs> we we can eat what we want. So you know, and and like we we don't move. Uh, we don't have to run with weights. We just we just uh, we just we're all generally static movement. And he's not wrong because like you know powerlifting is great because especially if you lift in a mono, you actually don't have to move really, do you? Yeah, just straight up and down. Have a lie and down. down have a, and have a lie down up again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So nice, nice and simple, and uh, yeah, it was it was a great competition. That was that was the first one I ever went to. It was a long ass drive. We we all decided to do it in in one day. Was told that the competition would probably end by about one o'clock. This this was what we originally thought, like one o'clock, and then realised it was a national competition, and didn't finish till five, and we had to drive. I had to drive us back home from Glasgow to South East London because we were all basically working the next day. And yeah, it took me like seven hours to drive home. And nice. it was, and we had the, the worst weather ever. Uh, like it was just hammering it down, like absolutely hammering it down. And yeah, it was great, great time, great time. Uh, but that, that was the first ever competition. Was there a specific thing that powerlifting has done for you? That made you realise that you can help other people 
to get that through a support group. So whether that's powerlifting has helped with your mental health or powerlifting has helped with your confidence, or mm. is it something where you just saw the potential in it? Yeah. So I think I think for me, we all we all sort of oh, apologies about that. Um, no, we all we all look at powerlifting in the sense of um, a lot of us do it for a lot of our uh, mental health, which is which is a hundred percent sort of the reason why I do it. So I've always gone to the gym to help uh with with my own mental health it's it's just sort of your own time but i think what a lot of people keep forgetting with powerlifting in general is even though it's an individual sport and and, and as we both know on a on a personal level chris it's anything but a, an individual sport it, it is a proper everyone becomes like a proper proper family yeah and that's that's one of the best way things about powerlifting in terms of helping mental health like the training itself helps you deal with the sort of immediate demons like you know if you're having a bit of a naff day a bit of an off day and you're feeling a bit oh crap mm. um you go into the gym you get your anger out you take it out on the barbell um you 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 turn sort of like a maybe if mental health wise if you're if you've got self-destructive mental mindset you take that self-destructive mindset that you might do something to yourself quite badly i uh, a substance abuse or, or 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 other things that that can be quite damaging to you but but person body you go right well do you know what i'm going to utilize this anger i'm going to utilize this 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 misery in a sense and i'm going to try and become fucking strong and and sort of pick myself up get the endorphins obviously there's a chemical reaction as well the serotonin the endorphins and all that sort of stuff um but then once with powerlifting you find that family and then all of a sudden as like with 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 the support group as, as you see like it it goes from you'll get shout and and support and messages from people all across the country who sometimes you've never met in person really or, or you would class as strangers and uh yeah it's it is the it is the friendliest sport with the why, most. Why 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 do you think that is? Why do you think powerlifting does generate this really incredible community? Because I know coaches over in America that say it's the same. Um, I know coaches over in New Zealand that, mm. that says um, it's exactly the same there. It's the same in Yorkshire. It's the same in Bournemouth. Mm. It's the same everywhere. So why do you think that is? I mean, I know this will be speculation, but why do I think? I think it's because oh, it's a, it's a really good question. That the reason why it's 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 a big community. Yeah, that people aren't hungry like they are in bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly, exactly. We never go hungry unless you're doing the dreaded water cut, which, um, yeah, super heavyweight lifestyle. Never have to do that. Never have to do that. I think more than anything is if you if you look in in quite a lot of sports and and, and ours in in general, is um, a lot of us have probably. I'm not I'm not saying all because we don't all, but but a lot of us. I think. And from personal experience, being an outcast in in certain things, and because a lot of people who do powerlifting have generally been like outcasts in terms of like you know they don't fit into the general sporting criteria, or or in in a group criteria, or especially the stigma around mental health more so for for men and not being able to speak out. You you find a, a huge group of people that are sort of the same as you and are very welcoming to you and yeah it's it's a it's a funny old thing because you'll have people that you'll compete against and and you'll know more so than me me chris like uh who who are technically your competition and and you will never ever see 
in any powerlifting competition that I've been to, I've been to a few, you'll have people competing against each other and they will shout and cheer each other on. Like, uh, again, we, we were both at the, uh, the championships, uh, the, the, G, the British championships for the GBPF. And you saw everyone cheering each other on and there was some stacked weight classes and you were thinking, but, but like, hold on a minute. That's, that's like, like to, to put it in context for people, that's like a team, Manchester will play, say Liverpool. And Liverpool will score to go on against Manchester United. And the Manchester United players will celebrate Liverpool scoring a goal and stuff like that. It's like, no, that, that sounds crazy. But in powerlifting, it's really not. Like, everyone wants to see everyone succeed, regardless of whether, like, they're, they're the top lifter or the lifter. I don't like saying the lifter at the bottom, but obviously someone's always got to come last or someone's mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, any, in any form of competitive sport. But everyone will cheer everyone on regardless. And it becomes a, I think it's because it's a humbling sport as well, because it's not based on how you look. It's not based on someone's opinion of you. It's not based on anything apart from what you lift on the platform and those three refs are all that matters. And it ego stays at the door mm-hmm. for, for powerlifting. Mm-hmm. And, and I think as well, because it's such a humbling sport, it makes people humble as well and people more of a community um, because of that. I think I agree. And uh, one of the things that I love about it is how difficult it is to really know who's going to be winning, mm-hmm. who's losing. The spreadsheet can look so complicated and the day mm-hmm. is so long that that just kind of gets lost among the noise of the competition. So it just becomes about that rep and mm-hmm. everyone knows what it feels like when you're shaking underneath heavy yeah. barbell and everyone everyone can relate to that from the person that's been in the gym for mm-hmm. three months to those that have been in the gym for 20 years and as mm-hmm. soon as they see something that they relate to like you can't really relate to a footballer like that but yeah with so many people going to the gym people really can so everyone just mm-hmm. has to shout up 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 up, up yeah yeah our favorite words yeah exactly <laughs> you know it's and the fact that there is the this word that you know is going to come out at every single competition Mm. and the fact that no one seems to want anyone to fail it's just Mm. it's just a wonderful thing and I think that's why it is one of the best sports that there are Mm -hmm. and and it's one of the most unbiased sports and you can get into it at any age and any ability if if you wanted to start go say oh I'll have a crack at powerlifting I've had someone say oh I don't know whether I can do powerlifting I'm quite old and I was like well how old are you and I think this person said they were like 33 I mean you do you you know you're quite young like for 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 powerlifting that's actually quite young to, to try and get get started in it really like you you can get you can start powerlifting at 70 80 90 years of age if you wanted to mm-hmm. like I don't know if you did you see I think it was there was a, a lady in America who technically became the oldest powerlifter uh, in the world she'd done a powerlifting competition at 100 years of age oh wow yeah yeah so um I don't know what master's class that would be because they'd probably have to make a, a class specifically for her but master's Six or seven, I think it would. Yeah, it, it, something crazy like that, and and so that's what I mean. Like it's uh, as as you say, it's a, it's a relatable sport that anyone generally can get into, because it doesn't matter about age, it doesn't matter about ability. It's all about the the individuality of the sport comes to yourself in your own numbers. Mm-hmm. That's it. But it is a it is a it is a community and a team sport because when you're out on the platform, yeah, you as a person might be going right. This this is this is my all time PB. 
I want to get this. This is a 200 kilo squat. I want to get this. And everyone else will be thinking, go on, go on, go on. And like, you know, you'll have people shouting from the side. But the only, and like, and that's the team aspect of it. The only individual aspect is what that lift means to you as a person. And that's why generally we don't care about numbers. That We don't care about numbers because the, the numbers are always individual for yourself. Obviously, everyone wants to get the number to eventually qualify for a national competition. And obviously, everyone wants to get the numbers to win the national competition to compete internationally. But it's it's good to be competitive. But there's there's it's, it's a competitive community sport. That's, I think that's a good way to describe it, actually. Yeah, a a competitive so. community sport. Yeah. Now, to just take a, a little step back, when did the idea for creating this support group start to germinate? Was it pretty much straight away? And did you see a, a gap there um, based on an intuition or something like that? Or did you just chance it and see how it grew? Yeah, so so for a lot of people, and, and when I tell this story to them, I actually started the group as a bit of a joke. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because because when I was looking at it, like you 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 hear of all the big ones, you hear of like King of the Lifts and stuff like that, which are and and like Rising Lifters and stuff like that, which which are obviously great 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 pages to follow, and they do podcasts and all that sort of stuff. But I was thinking because I've been to a GPC meet, I've heard of other federations. I was like, can't seem to find anything in the UK that is just for for, for for GB lifters and and for all lifters because because as we all know there's some phenomenally strong people out there that just get forgotten about which is just ridiculous and then I was like I was like well maybe I can try and do a repost page like this this was the first part I'll try and do a repost page like King of the Lifts and and just go from there and my first day running the page like there was an old logo so the logo that I use now actually took me five minutes to design is that just because you're a wonderful designer chris um that's because i actually found the right thing at the right time when okay. when designing it but the one before that as well took, was was quite quick also um because i just found that right picture so as you know with the logo the logo is sort of like it's half man half woman i love that mug by the way you'll have to oh. you'll have to crop that out that, yeah, well that, that's awesome um but yeah so it was it was um it was uh I put you off a, with the horn didn't i yeah you put me off with the horn it <laughs> the was it, that's it was it was a male and a female like half and and i thought that's just perfect that is literally just perfect for, for what i need and so that's how the logo done went went from there i actually got shadow banned after three days i couldn't actually upload anything uh because i was just sharing because it was the first time I've ever done anything. So so all this social media stuff with it, it's the first time I've ever done it. And so I'm even still learning today. And yeah, because I uploaded, tried to share so many people so quickly, I got shadow banned. So the account, I couldn't upload anything for like seven days. So that was it. That was a that was a great start. And then just slowly but surely, it, it sort of just evolved from there. It just it just got like um so uh, I think I think now like a lot of people go I'll be, like we'll tag bench press Mondays and deadlift Wednesdays and squat Saturdays without realizing sometimes that was that was me like the, the bench press Mondays thing was and I was like well how can I try and make the page look look nice and how can I try and structure it and so they were the three 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 days that first started up uh, that became a regular um, it started to get really I can't remember when it's really started to take off. I think it's because it's been going for three years now. But like seeing, trying to break the the barriers between federations 
then became like that was the main goal because you, you because there, there was always this thing being thrown around about elitism in certain federations etc etc i won't i won't name any of of course but we we know what we're talking about like an elitism with with certain federations and the idea was well let's try and break this down and let's let's try and show off that you know you've got the lifters at the top but all the lifters at the top started at the bottom and so let's try and just share whoever we can and so the the rest from there is kind of history it started with okay well we'll 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 do reposts and like originally i used to do 12 a day uh for monday wednesday and saturday and as you can imagine that's that's quite a lot to 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 have lifters to find to share and that for the feed and etc etc so that's why recently i only share six a day and then i was like okay well how can how what, what's a way that I can do that's quite easy to show off people's accomplishments, and so we do we do I do the comp reposts on the, like the shares on the story. So even like yourself with with British uh, the British nationals, it was like okay so Chris Chris is with Chris is um, competed. I found his post, share it, tag you in it, and then that way people can and then put it in a highlight, and then so everyone can look and go, oh so this person competed. Oh let's see his numbers what he competed, and then everyone can see everyone from every competition competition of lifters I can find I also then realized how many powerlifters there are in the UK and I still find more every day I currently follow I think four and a half thousand wow so so when when before quite trying to find things was a lot easier but now that's why I have to say to people like you know like tag me in your post or send me your posts in the dms etc etc because as I said like for a lot of people listening to this I did a poll recently asking how many people run run this page and like some people were saying like five plus some people were saying three to four some people saying two to three and like when I was like no it's literally just one person it's just me and people like wait you 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 do all this on your own I'm like yeah and it's like why do you do it and I was like because I love the sport I love the sport I love seeing what it's begun and when when the page really grew was actually during lockdown um quite a lot it grew when obviously we couldn't train anymore and everything like that. And a big shout out to my friend Troy, uh, who's known as the weightlifting lawyer. He done a, a poll on his stories, just asking something like, how are you feeling? If you're feeling good, great. If you're not feeling good. And he would send messages to everyone who put not feeling great. And I had done that. I said to him, I said, Troy, this is a fantastic idea. Do you do you mind if I do this? Because at the time I was I work as a funeral director by trade. So you can imagine during COVID that it was it was it was it was hard. It was hard. Um, and a lot of people had been losing family members. A lot of people uh, have got got the virus and obviously were not great. And and yeah, I ended up doing that as a daily poll thing. And every every time someone would put not great I would send them a direct message just ask how they're feeling because because I think sidetracking on to mental health is a lot harder for people to go yeah I'm not really doing great like to actually say that to someone to message someone and say like oh Chris I'm not feeling good today man like I'm I'm feeling a bit low etc it's, it's quite hard for someone to send that message whereas with a poll it's quite easy you just push a button and then I'll push the button and so I would message the people and, and yeah, go from there. And I did that pretty much throughout lockdown. All I can say is I hope I never have to do that again because obviously per- personal things 
talking between people. There was a lot of people rock bottom. There was a lot of people rock bottom. And and I'm not a trained psychologist. I'm not a trained physician in any way, shape or form. I'm just a, I'm just a dude. Most Sadly, unfortunately, most of my sort of training on how to deal with things mentally is, is grief. Obviously, funeral director, working with death and, and all that sort of stuff. We keep, we're trying to keep it light for the podcast. I do apologise. No, um, we we're just, you just, you just say what you want to say, my but, um, the best episodes. But yeah, so so I sort of use some of the training that I've had from that, from doing the job for X amount of years. I think at the time it would be six or seven years. And um, and yeah, like one of the things that actually happened at the uh, the British Championships is a guy came up to me, a guy called the Northern Hulk. So big shout out to to him. Is he was like, um, I just wanted to come up to you and say thank you. Like when when you messaged me after I clicked your poll in lockdown, this was in February because I had to look back. It was in February, like you know, it really helped. And I was like, do you know what? At that point, I thought to myself, yeah, actually, this page does help people and this page does make a difference. Because sometimes I feel like I'm not doing anything to help anyone. I sometimes think most of the times I'm probably just clogging people's feeds up. But then when I'll get the messages and and all that, and you just sit there and think to yourself, like, really? Are you sure? Like, you know, I'm not really doing anything. You know, it's like the the going around the country and spotting a loading and stuff like that. And again, I was your back spot at British Nationals. Yeah, <laughs> were indeed. I and, think and you made me get that third squat. I was terrified. Yeah, I was sh- I was shouting abuse in your ear. But 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 like again, we'll we'll talk about spotting and loading at comps as well. But it we we all know like at competitions how hard it is just to find someone who wants to help out because everyone who helps out is generally a volunteer. Absolutely, everyone is a volunteer. And if I can help any competitions and to grow the sport and stuff like that, then I'll do it. So it started off with the page just being on Instagram. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. And it's since spread to. Facebook and there's um I believe um, a private group on there do you want to say a few words about that yeah so a while a while ago like when it first started I did make a Facebook page initially but Facebook is generally more user-friendly I find especially for one running a page etc on 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 the laptop and I didn't have a really great laptop at the time I've got one now because uh, we're, we're talking on it so I sort of focused more on the Instagram because at that time I was doing the 12 12 shares on Instagram and, and as you can imagine it, it, it's time it's time in throughout the day to do that to start to try and run an Instagram page with that amount of reposts as well as do a uh, Facebook it just became very very difficult so I sort of shut that down and only recently like the past four weeks I've restarted up the Facebook page which has gone great I mean it's gone really great because since putting stuff out on on Instagram stuff like that that's why we're talking now so 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 things are things are going well and I think more so Instagram is quite good to see the snapshots of people's lifting and and stuff like that and quite easy to share like a highlight but I think Facebook is is better because you can create uh, private groups so for people to all come together so you make more of a forum and it's a lot easier to sort of uh, ask things because people can comment on them like again like with the the new thing that I'm set like trying to do this the, the bar loaded magazine slash live slash podcast where we'll I'll be talking to like everyone I can I've got a list of 45 people I need to speak to <laughs> and it and 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 it's sort of like oh my word but it's great because again trying to share and even like you know yourself Chris giving me time to share like my little story it it's it's great because 
you know, it gives a platform for for your everyday person to be able to share their story because we all know with with every single powerlifter out there, every single powerlifter has as a story from from you know the three people I've spoken to in the last week myself, Shell Reed, Blake Rashid, and 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 Brett. You know, they all have their their stories to, to share, and and every single one of them is unique and different, and and might actually, you know, talking about someone's story might inspire them to 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 get into the sport to 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 try it because the more people that try it the better and yeah so the facebook is going good i had to create a patreon and i'll write articles for that and people can uh sort of become like i think you become a, a patreon and it starts from like three pound because traveling across the country and everything like that uh, i'm entirely self-funded and yeah dino juice is not not cheap uh <laughs> dino juice is not cheap so yeah so I've, I've got people who who are subscribed on the patreon which is fantastic if anyone wants to there's links in bios and, and stuff like that a little plug there for anyone yeah, listening we'll make, to this we'll make uh, sure those are all in the notes don't you worry and and yeah like paypal and stuff like that so in i think about 12 weeks ago and and this will come on to sort of mental health as well so 12 I think it was 12 weeks ago was it 12 weeks ago yeah 12 weeks ago nearly so 12 weeks ago i was uh, i uh, lost my job and on a, on a thursday and i was rock bottom like really rock bottom and that was there was a super training classic meet and when i say to people if it wasn't for that meet that i wouldn't be sitting here today that is not an understatement because i think for anyone who's been there when you get that low if if there's if it's not if there's nothing there to look forward to certain things look very appetizing that shouldn't be appetizing and i'll leave it at that i won't go into details obviously because uh you know trigger warning for anyone listening and and things like that but yeah so when when the reason why i've got a lot of love for powerlifting as well and the people in powerlifting is because some people use the expression, oh, you just live to lift. I prefer to use the expression, lifting keeps me alive. And when sharing that with a lot of people, a lot of people mental from a mental health aspect agree with it. And a massive shout out to, to Beth, who was, just put it this way, I had a hotel uh, and Beth there kindly offered, uh, when speaking to her parents, uh, for me to stay around a, a parents' property. And put it this way, the, the, the having that human connection as well, and and having people around me instead of sitting in a, a hotel room on my own watching YouTube was was yeah that that weekend and that meet is a meet that's very special to me because uh, it's the reason why I'm still here today. Uh, things are thankfully better, but because of that, I I then had to put out to people and say like obviously I, I want to help and I want to try and get around the country to, to help out competitions and stuff like that. For three years, I've been entirely self-funded, uh, and then said but like i can't afford generally to do it anymore and i said so there, there is a paypal there so if people wanted to donate any money even if it was like five quid um and all of it just goes towards fuel and stuff like that and with that with that first week people donated up to 400 pounds which was just wow. crazy because like I, I was sitting there and i'm like what what the, what the hell and sort of like, to sweat or... like like uh like Sort of like, like what the fuck like uh and like um you know and even every now and then when i go to meets like and stuff like that and you know I, I i plug it because as i said earlier on in the in the uh in the podcast like you know everyone's a volunteer i like to point i'd like to say i am britain's number one 
platform helper because I think I've done a post before. I've done I've done roughly I think four and a half thousand miles, and I think I've done I think I've done like forty. I think I've done like twenty eight competitions or twenty or thirty thirty competitions and like forty days or something like that of, of helping out. And as and as um, for anyone listening as well, if you think a powerlifting meet is hard, try spotting a loading all day because. I do a lot of squats. I have to do a lot of squats and, and have to catch a lot of people. Um, and yeah, so so the donations that came came in for that were incredible. And I still every now and then get a donation. It's it's amazing because that that sort of goes towards the fuel and and all of that sort of stuff. Like I'm at a competition tomorrow, which is the Southwest Men's Men's Championship, and I'll be getting up at four o'clock in the morning to drive down to Yeovil which is a four hour drive for me to then drive back. And then on this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long old drive. Did you ever anticipate that it would go from online to this in-person thing where you're driving 4,000 miles in about two months and yeah. I never think, I never thought it was like, so uh, doing online was easy, but I was like, anyone can sort of do online. It's that sort of thing. Like anyone can do it. And there was sort of a, pages that sort of kind of set up to try and do the same as I can but but that's why that's why I have the tagline now not just a re not just a repost page <laughs> because you know it's like oh we just shares people on Instagram like if anyone from the outside looking in it's like yeah but he also talks to people um who needs it I also help people trying to get into the sport I also drive up and down the country helping out at competitions MCing at competitions now, which is great because I get to have a sit down <laughs> and stuff like that. I want to try and emulate the great Callie because uh, Callie and Emma, because they are fantastic MCs. Like as we both know, he can, like as uh, you are, Chris, the heavy metal Kershaw. That that is Callie was the first person to say that, and that oh is really? Why, that is why. I am Chris Heavy Metal Kershaw on Instagram because I was saying oh. all the words to Sabaton, I think, at the Europeans in 2019. And it was Callie that said that. And Callie is a legend. Oh, wow. See, oh, like, I can't, people won't be able to see that, but I'm smiling so much at that because, like, you know, people get nicknames and, like, that's that's crazy. And, like, any, anyone who, who knows Callie as well. He's such... Emma and Callie are like one of the most friendliest people in the sport. They really are. They will they will help you and shout and support you in absolutely everything. Although just never stand in front of the fucking lights because Callie will go ballistic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like from, from, from what it started to where it is today is, is just crazy to see the growth and like... The, the messages and the tags and and you you know when I go to competitions and it becomes becomes weird because someone will come and go oh you're Chris and you'll look at him and you'll feel like I know who you are but you need to give me your Instagram handle because I don't know your name so like you you'll have a lot of people go oh there's oh you're right Chris um I'm I'll say Mike and I'll and I'll look and I'll go I'll go, please, please just give me your Instagram handle because I don't know. And some people's Instagram handles are very, very easy. Some some people's are, are very difficult because other and some people don't put their name in their bio yeah, as well. The lifting teddy bear. Well, that that gives me no clue. That that doesn't help. That doesn't help, help us out, guys. Come on. Yeah, please help us out because like I I I know who you are, and it's always great when you when you when you meet new lifters and stuff like that, and it becomes really really surreal at times when people sort of know who you are 
and then I'm like, I feel really bad because I don't know who you are. And then like people will be like, yeah, but you're quite, you're quite, you do a lot for powerlifting. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just a person who enjoys the sport. Like I'm like for, for everything in every competition. Yes. I may be there helping out, but there's a massive plethora of other people there that are also helping out. It's just that I'm everywhere. Do you have a vision for what you want powerlifting to become or is it just about supporting people no matter what the picture of powerlifting looks like yeah i think so when it comes to powerlifting and and with the pages as well is i've always said lifters first so we're all lifters first we're nations second and we're federations third so at the end of the day it doesn't matter what federation or what nation you lift in we're all lifters at the end of the day so support supporting lifters regardless of what federation they want to lift in obviously there's goals for for powerlifting that i'd love to see i'd love to see it become quite big i'd love to see it on you know television and stuff like that is there a possibility that it could go get that way potentially potentially because there's a lot of money in the sport we all know this because you've got massive brands multi multi-million pound brands across the world who who sponsor uh, powerlifting but it's just doing the things to to get it out there because there's 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 podcasts, uh, very popular podcasts about the sport. There's very popular competitions in certain countries with regards to the sport. But it's trying to get that out everywhere. And there's always the contentious subject of will powerlifting be in the Olympics? Personally, it'd be very difficult for that to happen. But I I quite like the differences between all the federations personally because every single federation has got a little bit of personal character to them i agree you, you know and and at the end of the day regardless of whether and I, we was, I was speaking about this yesterday like um performance enhancing supplements uh in the sport the thing that we have is we have two two aspects of the sport so even if you're a person who does take a performance enhancing supplement i don't like the term peds but like you know a, a supplement that is that gives you an edge there's federations for that so you know you have untested and tested federations so so again there's there's something for everyone with the sport and and that's one thing i like about it i think that's and, a great place to start to just talk about where people can find out information about the GB powerlifting support group. Where can they find you? Where can they find you on Patreon? Where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, so so if, so so the easiest thing to do is to go to Instagram because that's that's the that's the big hub, which is so if you search GB underscore powerlifting underscore support underscore group, it's a little it's a it's a long it's a long one, but as soon as you type in BB GB underscore support uh, powerlifting, it generally comes up now. Uh, there's a link in there where you can always find uh, you find the button bio to patreon there'll be a link on there for facebook as well and yeah so so i'll try to put all the links in one place because it's really easy easy to, to to go to but quite quite easy to find uh, i i think i am now the biggest gb powerlifting page independent powerlifting page bar federations okay. uh, in the country as okay. well which is good so yeah and then something that i like to ask people um in the last few minutes is there anyone else that you want to give a shout out to any mentors any people that you find particularly inspiring that you just want to give some more credit to or just for them being in the show notes 
Oh my god. Uh well, Chris, if we do that, we're gonna be here for three hours because there's there's honestly so many. There really is so many. Like there's so many lifters that have gone from strangers to complete to to actual friends. And yeah, there's there's too many, there's too too many to shout. So we want to shout out the entire powerlifting community. The high, the, the, so from, from me to the whole powerlifting community, uh, I just want to say thank you for letting some mediocre, super heavyweight powerlifter from southeast London be such a, a such an, a positive uh, influence and impact on on the sport in general. So your every single one of you is fantastic from from. Ah, oh, there's there's too many. There's too many good moments. There's too many lifters to mention. And so, long so... may that continue. What a, absolutely! What a great place to end that episode, Chris Gillard. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast. Yeah.